Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly. Which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, ArmorAll, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every $20 you spend on ArmorAll products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at ArmorAll.com. ArmorAll. Less work, more clean. Terms apply. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey... Well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Hello, good morning, good afternoon, good night, whenever the fuck you're tuning in. My name is Camo, and you're listening to another episode of Unfazed and Unbothered, the podcast where we rant, rave, and ramble about literally any and everything. If this is your first time tuning in, go ahead and hit subscribe, turn on them post bell notifications. New episodes drop every Thursday. It's free to stream wherever you get your podcasts, so don't miss out, okay? Sound off in the comments. Sound off in the reviews. Thank you. <laughs> Okay, let's get into it. This past week, what happened? I, I feel like I've caught amnesia, bitch. I really should write shit down more, but it's a rare occurrence that I actually prepare for this show. And you know what? That's part of the beauty of it. We just rant, rave, and ramble about literally any and everything straight off the top of my dome, okay? So... If you're looking for a scripted out podcast where there's a whole team telling you what to talk about, how to say this and pushing agendas and whatnot, this is not the show for you. Consider this the show your bestie does in her bedroom, just rambling on about whatever comes to her fucking brain, bitch, because that, that's what this show is all about. Um, this past week, the biggest highlight of it was yesterday. I sold my 2015 Toyota Yaris 
hatchback. I loved her. She was so great. And I am such a sentimental person to the point of distress. Like, it's an issue how much sentimental value I put on on things. And that car in particular, it had so many beautiful memories. And I just want to say thank you to everybody. If you're not aware, if this is news to you. So back in 2020, I had really just started growing on social media. I had never had a brand deal whatsoever. I was still serving tables very much in the early stages of camo, but I had enough people tuned in and I had enough videos going viral. And so I was doing the abandoned house videos with an old friend and my 2003 Toyota Matrix I was driving at the time finally conked out. She had almost 300,000 miles. She was a great car. I actually missed that car. Um, But it finally gave up on me, and I was in such a pickle, um, genuinely. I, I was serving tables, so I was not living glamorous whatsoever. And you girls really came through. So many people came through, and I know some people may have thought it was tacky, and I know still to this day sometimes people will try to throw that in my face, like, uh, okay, um, whatever. So basically, you know, my car broke down. I made a video being silly. Like it was always just si- silliness. You know, I made a video with my car getting towed away and I was just like, oh my God, there she goes. She finally gave up on me. <sighs> what am I going to do? I really didn't know what I was going to do, bitch. Cause I, I didn't have the money to buy a new car. I didn't have anything saved up. I could, I couldn't save up anything. And so, yeah, I I made a video showing it get towed away. And I'm like, you know what? If you want to give me a dollar, everybody, you don't have to. But if you did, that'd be great. Not sitting there begging people for money, anything like that. It was it was very silly, you know. But um, anyways, I shouldn't have to defend myself because that was so long ago at this point. And the fact of the matter is so many of you did, in fact, send me a dollar, $10, $20. And I am forever grateful for that. And I know it was a privileged experience that not many people have the privilege to experience. And perhaps some may say I was taking advantage of my platform, but I was new to social media. I was the new kid on the block. I didn't even know what I was doing at the time. I had no direction, really. I was just winging it. Same, I mean, I'm still winging it here still to this day, but I'm a little more pressed and, and polished, if you will. But I really was blown away by the support so many people poured into me and the love y'all showed me. And y'all really did bless me with that car. And I got it for a heck of a deal. Um, it was a purchase I made off Facebook Marketplace. I got her for like $5,500. So that car was so special to me because y'all are the reason it came to be. You were the reason I had it. Without you, I would not have had that car. So it was such a beautiful sentiment and such a beautiful reminder that people really did fuck with me, still do fuck with me, and really loved me. And, you know, I, I... Offline, I've always had a 
I've always struggled with feeling accepted and loved and um, I've never really felt celebrated. I've kind of always felt tolerated. And so when I started growing on social media and I found this community of so many people who were outsiders and misfits like myself who really loved and respected me and to see so many of them come together to bring this car to fruition for me it's wild it's genuinely wild that and also the time when I had spoke out about the abuse I'm going to call it abuse that I endured at the restaurant I was working at Top Dog Tavern I shared that story and to my surprise, over 10,000 people rallied together and made the funniest, most bizarre, craziest reviews about this place. And uh, still to this day, that blows my fucking mind. So both of those encounters, both, both of those experiences really opened my mind and really showed me the influence I had and really showed me the love that people had for me. And so... I'm rambling on and on and on. I'm so sorry, but I just want to say thank you so much for doing that for me, for coming through for me. I'm truly honored and truly so fortunate to have you girls and to have everybody who loved me enough to spare a dollar or two, uh, especially those of you who spared more. I didn't expect any of that. Uh, I, I I was blown away, still to this day, blown away. But um forever grateful nonetheless and uh yesterday i said goodbye to her she was a great car i put almost a hundred thousand miles on it um in like three years and the the front bumper was hanging off hanging up by some red duct tape there was like a um a huge brass candle holder that uh flung from a truck one night late at night it was pouring rain so i honestly couldn't even see where it came from but i saw it chucking at me through the air so glad it didn't hit the windshield because i would have wrecked and probably died spun out and whatnot uh, but it hit my bumper fucked the bumper up and then you know the bumper was hanging off so it was kind of getting in the way of things and i did kind of brush up on a light post at linux mall one day so it just it was she wasn't in her best uh state cosmetically but it still ran great it's a toyota them bitches run three four hundred thousand miles no problems so i did sell it as is and uh it it, it was a sad moment to see her go and uh yeah i know some people might be like bitch you are doing the most like it's a car you had to get rid of it you have a new one and and and, and you're right like there was no practical reason for me to keep that car i had thought that i would maybe fix it up cosmetically and sell it or have a backup car. But I don't need a backup car. I'm a single soul individual. Like, I really don't need a backup car. But that car was crazy because it's such a compact, small little hatchback. And you would be blown away by the amount of furniture and things I hauled in that bitch. I would lay them seats back, lay my passenger seat back. And I had put this huge rattan wicker six, it was literally six foot. The six foot shelving is so wide and so big. It's in my uh, living room. I lit all the furniture in my living room with the exception of my couch that my parents got and delivered to me. Every other bit of furniture in my living room was hauled 
in that Yaris. So if you are thinking about getting a small, compact-as-fuck car that really has some haul space, it does not look like it on the outside. Anytime I went to go pick up furniture from somebody, they'd be like, there's no fucking way. Are you dumb? Like, why would you bring this little-ass car? Are you delusional? And I'm like, watch me work my magic, bitch. Like, I went and got this beautiful um, French provisional uh tiger oak very old antique dresser someone had painted and uh the wood was so old that it, it is it, it is pretty fragile and it had this little square mirror up top and the, the dresser was like six foot tall and i go pick it up from the woman and she's like very upset with me for bringing this car she's like there's no way you're gonna you're gonna haul this absolutely no way and i measure it i measure the bed of my car and everything i'm like there is a there is a chance this will fit and i'm so sure it will it's going to be tight it's going to be cutting it close but ma'am i promise you it will fit i'm i'm paying you the money so don't worry if i mess it up that's that's my loss but i really don't think it's going to mess up and she's like this is my childhood dresser i spent so much time painting it and and you're going to break it and it's going to just i'm, I'm going to be so upset and i'm like girl you're getting your money regardless but i promise you it's not going to break and we sat there and fought to get it in my car but lo and behold that bitch, it fit. I don't know how. It was like magic. That was like my party trick. Uh, hauling such big and large quantities of, of furniture, stacking them like Tetris in the back of that little Toyota Yaris. I also fell in love in that car. Um, first time I met my ex. And uh, we just sat outside of this lake for six hours and got to know each other. And... um for that and all the adventures and the abandoned houses that that car saw and just everything that car was so special to me so um i've now rambled about a damn car for like 10 minutes i'm so sorry but um again thank you so much and uh she's no longer with me she's out of my hair so now i can cut off that insurance i need to do that as soon as i wrap this episode up but other than that i have been very lazy. I've not been on my gym shit lately and it's actually bothering me because it's it's crazy how quickly you can lose progress and how quickly you can lose drive once you get out, out of that routine. And for the past like two weeks, really, I have been very lax when it comes to fitness and even my eating. Like yesterday and today, I've done pretty good so far. Um, but I was going on binging sprees i was skipping the gym for days at a time i gotta get it the fuck together it's it's just this time of year like right as the summer kind of dwindles out it just like the the holidays come around and all you're doing is eating cookies and pastries and just getting fat and hypey and i can't do that this year because i did that last year i gained back like 20 pounds i lost it again and now i'm gaining it back so um I don't mind like the 20 pound fluctuation as long as I'm not gaining back the whole hundred something pounds because bitch, I just can't do that again. But I am pushing the limits right now as we speak. So I need to get it back together, but I'm going to show myself grace. You know, it's, it's a, it's a process. It's just, it is what it is, but I want to see real definition and abs in my lifetime. I see, I see people twice my age out here built like a tank in the best shape of their life. So I know it's possible. It just really comes down to your determination and how much time and effort you're willing to 
put forth to your goals. So I'll get back to it. I'm not going to beat myself up about any of that. Um, anything else significant this week? Not really. Like I said, I've just been a lazy bitch. Um, I did buy these two little dressers, small dressers that I'm going to paint and try to get back into my repurposing. However, I think I kind of lost momentum the last time I tried that out because the two dressers that I sanded and, and intended to paint, I only painted one of them. I spent so much time sanding them down. They had like five layers of paint and it was like a hundred year old two little dressers. I spent so much time sanding them down and that shit was such a burden. And so when I finally got them painted, I was like, fuck that shit. But I, I guess I just need to be a little more um, smart about my purchases and maybe just stick to things that don't have any paint on it already. So I can just do a light, easy, quick sanding, put a, a, a light coat of black paint on it and just call it a day, bitch, because that sanding was a nightmare, to say the least. But I got these two dressers, and I'm going to kind of do them the same way I did my little side table in my room. The, the, the this, These dressers have four drawers, so I have four different variations of pink. And so I, my idea was to make it look like, you know, um, a paint strip. So um, I really want that to catch on. Like, maybe I can really start a trend like that. Because I, I see a lot of people do, like, cute repurposing revisions if you will but i've not seen somebody paint like all four or five however many drawers a chest has a different variation of a, of, of a color and so uh, i kind of want to make that my thing you know i, I, I want to get like a, a lingerie chest um, one of those really tall skinny chests that has like 12 drawers and uh, mix those four uh, shades of pink to make 12 shades of pink and really just have like a real color strip. That would be so pussy. So fucking pussy. But then like paint all the rest of it black. I think that'd be cute. But um, anyways, I think this sciatica is getting the best of my ass again. It's on and off. Ever since I, I told y'all about how I sat on the toilet way too fucking long. Embarrassing. Editing a video. Yeah, that shit's coming back. It, it, it comes on and off. And right now it's kind of getting... Getting on my fucking nerves, bitch. It's really annoying me and making me uncomfortable. So uh, on that note, I'm going to go on a break. And when I get back, I'm going to talk some talk. How about that? Mm -hmm. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project 
in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Welcome to the Snapple Market Auditory Experience. Close your eyes. Imagine you're walking into your neighborhood store. You make your way to the back and reach for your favorite Snapple flavor. You can't wait. You take a sip. Whoa, that's a lot of flavor. Mmm. What flavor are you holding? Now open your eyes and check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavorful Snapple near you. All right, all right. We're back. Okay. <sighs> Rip me out the plastic. I be acting brand fucking new. Y'all heard heard about o- Obama's little letter back in the day, 1982. He was talking about sucking cock and shit. Oh, my goodness. I'm so sorry. That was very vulgar. My apologies. But uh, let's talk about it. So I'm reading this article on weonews.com. So um, basically, there was this letter, a recently disclosed letter from 1982 has shed light on the intimate thoughts of former U.S. President Barack Obama regarding his sexuality. Penned during his time at Occidental College in Los Angeles, the letter addressed homosexuality and unveiled his innermost fantasies, including same-sex encounters. While the letter exposes a facet of his personal reflections, it also emphasizes his acceptance of his male identity and a broader contemplation of gender reported. The uncovered letter, penned when Obama was 21, delves into his vivid same-sex fantasies as a form of mental detachment from reality. These musings served as an escape from mundane life's repetitive dramas, though he stressed that they remained purely products of his imagination. Beyond his fantasies, Obama has also expressed a desire for androgynous perspective advocating for holistic perception of individuals instead of gender-based categorizations. Now, I don't know how much truth is into this. I don't know if it's real. I don't know the validity of it whatsoever. But if there's any truth to this, that's some true king shit. I'm a Barack stan. I love Obama. And uh, Michelle, too. What's up, bitch? Love you, girl. Except for when you... uh, caused all the schools to take out the sodas and the snacks and then, then we had nothing but fucking granola bars yeah i didn't like that i didn't like that shit you did back then to us uh, i was a fat ass bitch okay and i wanted my danishes and my pop tarts but i lost out on that you know so uh thank you for everything else <laughs> but uh let's talk about it if there's any truth to this i i'm not surprised really and truly, because I feel like everybody has these thoughts, whether they act on them or not. Uh, maybe not everybody, but a large a large portion of society. And I hate how taboo 
things like this and topics of such are looked at. I, I think it should be normalized to have and practice individuality. I've, I've talked about the importance of individuality. I mean, people really think that there's like some type of agenda. And I've mentioned this before. There's really no agenda. And Trixie Mattel said it best. I mentioned this last week. You know, we don't want your children to be gay. We don't. We, we want your children to feel accepted and feel seen. That's it. If you're not gay, if you don't have these thoughts, we don't care. And we don't we don't want to push that on you. Okay, by that logic, if if that was the case, why are there so many queer people? I did not grow up with representation whatsoever. I never saw that on TV or heard it in music. It's really not a logical argument to make. Uh, it's very silly. It's very one-dimensional. I mean, there there's so many different types of people who think differently. That's that's the beauty of individuality. I mean, everything is a spectrum. We have, you know, like autism, for instance, it's a spectrum. It's not just like, oh, you have 10% this. It's like, it's like a, a sphere, you know, and uh, it can, you can be anywhere. Same with sexuality, same with identity, you know. I, I think it's so beautiful to see so many different people and so many different identities and uh, so much expression. And and I love that in 2023, more and more, you are seeing people feel more comfortable to express themselves and to not care so much what somebody else may think, because that's just so redundant. It's so sad. It's so cookie cutter. It's so boring. And if you have certain thoughts, they are worth exploring. They are worth expressing. So if there's any truth to that letter, I, I love it. I love to hear it because I have always been an androgynous person. I've always loved expressing myself freely. I've always loved playing with femininity and, um, you know, being a, a gender bender. It's, it, it's what makes me feel most comfortable. I would say I'm definitely more feminine leaning, but like I do accept my body as is. I don't feel any um, dysphoria towards it. I do feel, you know, sad for people who do have that. And I do validate that. And I do understand that that is a whole separate thing. But personally, like I, I've just always accepted the fact that I was born male biologically, but felt and expressed myself more womanly, if you will. And so I think that we should get to a point where people don't have to label themselves. I really don't care for labels. I, I obviously will respect somebody else's choice and pronouns or however they want to uh, identify, but un unless we're talking neo-pronouns, bitch. I'm just not calling you a cat or a microwave. I, I just get the fuck away from me, bitch. Be fucking for real. But as far as, like, gender, like, you know, you, you express yourself freely. I don't like labels. I don't like to say I'm a man. I don't like to say I'm a woman because I just like to be myself. And uh, I don't think clothing should be gendered. I don't think that accessories should be gendered. I don't think hairstyles and nail polish and, uh, you know, girly labeled things or, or uh, you know, self-care and maintenance. I don't, I don't think those things should be looked at as like gender exclusive to, to women. It's just not fair. I mean, men will get their nails 
just trimmed and 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 manicured. And people are like, he's gay. He's gay. No, he's just taking care of himself. He may be gay. He could be. But getting your nails manicured and getting your brows threaded is just self-care and, and looking sharp. It's it's no different than getting your hair cut. I mean, that that does not make somebody gay. Maybe a lot of people who do that are gay, and that's fine. But it doesn't make you gay for wanting to polish yourself up. I mean, fuck. It shouldn't matter anyways. We should be at a place one day where you don't have to come out of the closet. There's not an expectation like... I don't necessarily think that like when women give birth to children that they need to just have this like question mark on their gender marker. Like I don't, you know, cause you, you, I do, I, I kind of sit in the middle with some of these ideas and, and whatnot. And uh, I think that there is biology, there's male and female but that doesn't really connect to how you are going to feel and operate and express yourself. So I don't think that we need to be at a place where children are just like X'd out on their gender markers. I mean, like it's just, it's just speaking medically. Like if there were something wrong with you or you had a specific issue, um, it, that's just what it's there for. I mean, this person is biologically male. This person is biologically female. Does that mean they have to express and live and operate within those societal parameters? Absolutely not. But um, I think a lot of people take it a little too far with a lot of things. People always just want to really push the limits. And now people are advocating for no gender markers. And I that's just doing the fucking most, bitch. Let let the child live their life. If they develop and, and operate in a in a in a manner that um contradicts, if you will, their birth gender, then so be it. That's fine. That shouldn't be an issue. But um just don't fight science and 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 medicine and and whatnot. I mean just it's okay. It's okay. It's just a label anyways. But like I said, I don't like labels. I'm an adult now, so I don't have to refer to myself as anything I don't want to. Um, I feel like we should all be able to express ourselves freely. And so the fact that a young Obama back in the day was thinking to himself, you know what? I would like to suck a dick. I would. I wish, I hope he at some point encountered that experience that because it is such a beautiful experience to experience. So sorry uh, if that's, you know, a little TMI, but fuck it. It's, it's one of those things, YOLO. You, you don't know until you try it, you know? Um, uh, there are a lot of gold star gays out there. If you're not familiar with that term, basically, you know, a, a gay or queer person who never had an encounter with the opposite sex. I'm not a gold star gay. So I, I, I had a taste of the kitty and uh, I had I had my experiences, but I realized it wasn't for me and that's okay. I experienced it. I got it. I wasn't disgusted. I wasn't repulsed. I don't regret it. I don't uh, think it makes me any less queer. Um, it just is what it is. And there's a lot of men out there who have same sex fantasies and ideas and thoughts and what have yous. And they never act on them out of fear of what that makes them. And that's so sad. And also just like, you know, I've dealt with a lot of guys who will look up to like Harry Styles, for instance, for a style. You know, there's, there's a lot of straight, quote unquote, straight guys who um, 
are into fashion and into looking hip and cool, if you will. And Harry Styles is very much a fashion icon, and he definitely plays around with what people would label women's clothing. Um, And, you know, I've dealt with an an individual in particular who kind of looked up to him in in that aspect, fashion-wise. And, uh, you know, I would would help them try to find things at thrift stores and whatnot. I'm like, oh, these would these are like, you know, Harry Style-esque pants. And then the question was always, are are they men's or women's pants? It doesn't matter. You like them. Why would you like them any less? Because they were labeled as women's or men's. Like it does, it just, it shouldn't matter. Um, We need to break the mold. We need to break these generational ignorant ass norms and standards and pressures from society. And it doesn't make men less masculine or less men. It doesn't make women less feminine if they don't want to follow a certain route, if they don't want to live a certain way, let people just let people express themselves freely. And it really shouldn't be up for debate. It really should not be a conversation. And unfortunately, it is still to this day. But more and more as time goes on, we are we are getting more comfortable. We are getting more liberated, if you will. And people are digesting these things more and and just accepting people as is. I know there's a lot of bigots. I know there's a lot of hate out there still, and that probably will never go away. But uh, all we can do is continue to fight the good fight. And uh, whether that looks like some type of agenda or not, we still got to fight it, okay? Because that's the only way we're going to make progress. So to everybody who has thoughts and ideas that shy from the life they have lived or the the uh, life they thought they would live as a child or whatever, the, the pressures that society has put onto them. If you have an idea, a thought, whether it be just to dress yourself a certain way or whether it be to experience or experiment with your sexuality, fucking shoot for the stars. You're not going to burn in hell. You're not going to burn in hell. Okay, so let's just let's just use that the phrase that Jesus forgives everything. If that's what your real concern is, I'm going to hell if I suck a dick and I have a dick myself. If that is the one thing that's keeping you from pursuing your fantasies, understand that Jesus already forgave you. And by the Bible's scripture, God is all knowing and he knew before you even came to be. So those fantasies, he already he already saw them coming from a mile away. And uh, there's there's just no reason to suppress who you are, who you want to be. And 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 maybe maybe just maybe you've you've got this idea or this thought and you're not sure. You're not sure if like, oh, I don't know if I necessarily want to dress like that or I don't necessarily know if homosexuality or bisexuality is for me, but you do still have those thoughts that come from time to time. So worst case scenario, you you give it a try and, and you realize it's just not for me. That happens. People, people do that all the time. I know a lot of people who thought they might have been a little queer. They got a taste and they realized this is just not for me. And that's okay. Same thing with pussy. I realized that's just not for me. Nothing wrong with that. 
We only have one life to live. These bodies, these these are just vessels. Our spirit goes on and on and on. God already saw this stuff coming, okay? So don't be scared. Um, but anyways, on, 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 while we're talking about politics, let's talk about Trump. So uh, I, I didn't intend on getting super political today, but Trump is on his way to prison, I do hope. Um, so I'm reading an article from the Fulton County Grand or FultonGrandJury.com. Um, he is going to be sent to Rice Street, fucking Rice Street, bitch, hopefully. Um, if you're not familiar, it is a Fulton County prison. Uh, Lotto has a song, Fuck Rice Street. Love that fucking song. One of my favorites way back in the day. Me and Tasia used to get the fuck down to that shit. But anyways, I'm going to read this little article. Indictments and cases involving Donald Trump. Dun, dun, dun. Donald Trump has been indicted four times in recent months. Wow. Four times in recent months. Not over the span of a lifetime. Months. <laughs> Trump was most recently indicted on 13 criminal counts by a Fulton County grand jury and Georgia state court related to his alleged attempts to overturn results of Georgia's 2020 presidential election. Separately, Trump was indicted by a federal grand jury on four counts of criminal processing or proceeding in Washington, D.C., also related to his alleged attempts to overturn the will of voters and interfere with the 2020 presidential election results. Trump has also been indicted by a different federal grand jury in Florida on 40 counts in relation to both obstructing an investigation into and his unlawful retention of classified documents after his presidential term. Finally, Trump has been indicted on 34 counts in a criminal proceeding in New York State Court related to hush money payments made to an adult film star during the 2016 presidential campaign. All of the grand juries that decided to indict Trump were made up of local citizens randomly chosen, randomly, randomly, emphasis on randomly chosen from the jury pool. Criminal cases, Georgia election interference. On August 14th, 2023, Donald Trump was indicted on 13 courts in Georgia State Court, including under the Racketeer Influenced and Corrupt Organization, RICO. Act. 18 additional co-defendants have been named in this case, including Trump's former chief of staff, Mark Weddows, Meadows, whatever, and his attorney, Rudy Gilani mm. and John Eastman. I don't know these bitches, these clowns, but if they're anything affiliated with Trump, I don't trust them. Fuck them bitches. The allegations in the indictment revolve around these individuals' efforts to overturn the will of voters and invalidate the results of the 2020 presidential election in Georgia. Fulton County, Georgia District Attorney Fannie Willis, what a name, conducted a years-long investigation into Donald Trump and others' attempt 
to interfere with the results of the 2020 Georgia presidential election. The indictment was based on the testimony of many witnesses, as well as the written recommendations of special grand jury, which reviewed evidence and interviewed dozens of witnesses over several months. The indictment forces on one efforts to Georgia officials to invalidate or nullify the will of Georgia voters, including by finding, quote-unquote, finding votes that did not exist. Two, the scheme to get 16 fake electors in Georgia to cast fraudulent electoral college votes for Trump, even though Trump did not win the popular vote in the state, which is crazy because we are a red state formally. Uh, Three, Intimidating, harassing, and threatening Georgia election workers based on false accusations in an effort to influence their testimony and witnesses for tampering with county voting machines. Okay, federal election interference on August 1st, 2023, a federal grand jury indicted Trump of four counts of criminal felonies. Trump was uh arraigned in federal federal courts in Washington, D.C. at 4 p.m. on Thursday, August 3rd. The charges revolve around Trump's and six unnamed co-conspirists' uh, efforts to interfere with the results of the 2020 presidential election. Special counsel Jack Smith led the investigation into Trump and others' roles in attempting to overturn results of the election to keep Trump in power. Mar-a-Lago classified documents, federal Florida. Donald Trump was arrested on Tuesday, June 13, and facing 40 charges in federal court in Miami, all related to his alleged illegal retention of classified documents at Mar-a-Lago estate after his time in the White House. The federal documents investigation is being led by special counsel Jack Smith for the U.S. Department of Justice. Trump body man Waltz. Narta, don't know who that is, Naruta, and Marlago property manager Carlos, the, you know what, fuck these people's names, I'm so sorry, um, have also been indicted as a result of this investigation. The counts in the Georgia indictment focus on alleged allegations that Trump illegally took highly sensitive documents, ignored a court order return, and lied about it. New allegations were added to this indictment in late July, including additional charges that Trump worked with his co-defendants to hide from federal investigators related surveillance or relevant. They were trying to hide federal investigators relevant surveillance footage they sought of workers moving confidential documents around the property. Uh, Also, hush money. Um, Back in 2016, the indictment brought by Manhattan D.A. Alan Bragg includes felony charges against Trump for 34 counts of falsifying business records. The indictment is based on allegations that Donald Trump authorized a hush money payment of $130,000. Goddamn. To Stormy Daniels on the eve of the 2016 election and then falsified business and campaign records in an effort to cover up the payoff. Uh, 
The allegations relate to Trump's attempt to interfere with the 2016 election by failing to report campaign-related expenditures and illegally falsifying financial records to keep relevant information from voters as they prepared to cast their votes. We got some civil cases, defamation, sexual assault, trigger warning, rape. The writer E. Jean Carroll has filed suit against Donald Trump alleging that he defamed, sexually assaulted, and raped her in the 1990s. In May 2023, a jury returned to uh, returned a verdict finding that Donald Trump was wrongfully defamed and sexually assaulted, had wrongfully defamed and sexually assaulted Miss Carroll. They awarded her $5 million in damages. Later that month, Miss Carroll filed a motion to amend her complaint in addition to the case, seeking an additional $10 million in damages based on new statements Trump had made allegedly defaming her. That case is still pending. So basically, she came out and spoke her truth, and he said something along the lines of, that's not my type, ooh, I would never... And it really hurt her mental. It really hurt her her business or her, her book sales and everything. And so, bitch, get your coin. Get your fucking coin. I believe it. This man has done so many nasty things. He's been caught. He's on record doing so many nasty things. And it's crazy that he's still just roaming the, the country free. Um, so today, around 7.30 p.m., I believe uh, he will be somewhere down the street from me. So I'm really thinking about going down to Rice Street and just, you know, being a nuisance, if you will, because I'm sure there's going to be a lot of proud boys out there. And I just would like to get it on record. I would like to get a video of it and 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 uh, be a nuisance to that. I might, you know, just get a cute little video out of it all. So it's crazy to me, all these indictments, all these charges, all these lawsuits, all these allegations, all of these things against this man, more than really anybody ever to serve our country. And there are still people who suck his dick hand and foot every day. He, he can do no wrong. It's, it's wild to me. And it's crazy what money and status can do and how it can really keep somebody safe and keep pushing things off and, and keep sweeping things under the rug. No, bitch. We should all be held accountable for our actions. Period. <sighs> On that note, I'm going to try to get the gym in today. So I love y'all. Thanks for tuning in. I hope you'll have a beautiful, gorgeous, sexy, hot day. Stay tuned. Period. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly. 
which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com.